Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I'm trying to adjust this because you were only able to see part of my body. So you got to excuse me for my tardiness and trying to get this information going. But again, I want to thank you. I want to thank my loyal listeners. Hopefully you had a productive and blessed weekend, and it was practically drama-free, hopefully. But if not, hopefully your week will be great this week. Now, today's topic, as you can tell, I'm going to be looking down as I'm pressing buttons, and hopefully those that are going to call in will call in. I want to talk about a topic that we talked about, I believe, before. However, it was brought to my attention after watching the news, I saw something, and a lot of times we have to share information to make it so that everyone or those that, like they say, those that have ears that will listen, those that have eyes that will see, but we have to learn how to think critically. We have to learn how to be not only just open-minded, but actually know what it is sometimes that we are dealing with. And a lot of times individuals may not know what to do, and I always say you got to learn how to fight differently. And fight not in a way of physically fighting, but in order to get your point across, get things done. And that's what brings me to today's topic, which I'm going to be talking about, the Crown Act. Now, if you want to join in on a conversation, give me a call at 516-387-1914. And I want to apologize if it's like I'm looking down. I did put the information that I was going to be talking about this topic today. Because many of us may not even be aware of what the Crowns Act actually is, what it means, and like I said, and I'm still posting the show, so like I said, charge it to my head, not to my heart, because I'm doing my best to try to get this information out there. Now, when it comes to the Crown Act, I want to know what is your perception of it? What do you think it's about? When we start talking about the crown, I think about the crown of my head. And I know if somebody was here, they'd be like, Jeanette, you need to comb the back of your hair today. <laughs> I'll be telling people, I can't reach it, but I do my best. Now, i got a caller on the line. Let me log them on because I want to get some help on this. Okay, caller, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Protect uh, Persons Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Jeanette. Okay, you don't sound like you're doing okay, Mr. Ed. I'm okay. Okay, we'll talk later, but I hear it in your voice. Okay, I hear it in your voice. So I will call you. i got a busy day today, but I'll give you a call because I hear something in your voice. Okay? So with this... Oh, no, I ain't nothing too much. <laughs> all right, I'm just telling you I hear it. And some people don't realize... You know, how when you talk to people and it's like the question was, how are you doing? And sometimes people dump stuff on you. And I was told that that's not supposed to tell people about your whole life and give them a dialogue, but it's supposed to be about your health. I didn't know that, but I hear something. And, Auntie, I see you on Facebook Live watching. You need to call in, too, because this is a very interesting topic today, as we're going to be talking about the Crowns Act. Now, when we talk about, let's say, hairstyle. You know, I got my hairstyle. My auntie that's on watch, watching told me that I looked like um, Beyonce. 
She said I look like Beyonce's mom. I forgot her name. I can't think of her name right now. She was talking about my hair, how my hair looked like. So I was like, well, I'll take that. You know, I've been called Jackie. I've been called all this stuff. She said, I can't. I'm still working. Okay, auntie, thank you. So when we talk about hairstyles, you know, in our culture, because we are still celebrating Black History Month, and it's sad but true, Mr. Ed, that many individuals will idolize our culture as it relates to our hairstyle, you know, women wearing braids. I remember with the movie, what was it, Ten? What was her name? Bo Dara or Bo whatever her name was. Oh, Tina knows. Um, so she's going to look like Tina knows. Okay. But when there was a Ten and a girl wore the braids, many individuals were like, oh, no, she didn't. You know, we talk about our music. When we talk about our fashion, what is your take on that, Mr. Ed? Because a lot of times people critique it, but then they try to mimic it. My take on you on the fashion? What, on black fashion? On black fashion, black people hair, the way we do our hair. Whether our, our music, our culture, our style, because we are still celebrating Black History Month. But I'm going to be talking about the Crowns Act because many individuals may not even know what that is. But I want to talk about how, even though there are things that we do, things that we wear, our language, that some individuals will try to idolize but then try to also use against us. I see you out there, Shorty Mose. You can call in. Shorty Stewart, you can call in. 516-387-1914. Because I want to talk about that as the days are ending with Black History Month. And the reason I'm bringing that up, Mr. Ed, is because even though you and I are much older, we used to watch Soul Train. And watching Soul Train, people had very unique styles, style of dress, style of wearing their hair, and it was a part of who they are, the image that they – and many individuals thought it was just black culture. But then we had in other cultures that started dressing like black individuals that we would do, you know, doing their hairstyles the same way. That was my question to you. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, as you know, I mean, you know, um, black culture, as you said, um, has um, always set the stage for, you know, for style and fashion and what have you um, mm-hmm. worldwide, not just, not just in America, you know, around the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not, not, and uh, I, I remember having a conversation recently about um, you know who really um, who, who who really set fashion the most Africans or African Americans. Uh-huh. But and I always uh, thought there was probably more African Americans than Africans because uh-huh. if you notice, uh, African American culture has spread around the world, including in Africa. Okay. Uh-huh. But you don't. I mean, uh, back in the seventies, you had you know you had guys wearing white you know white, white you know washikis and and, and mm-hmm. big froes and all that. But uh-huh. you know that you know it, 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 it the whole African culture didn't didn't spread into the African American communities as the African American culture spread to the African communities. You, you follow me? Like he, like he, you see, you see, like you watch some of those movies, right? You know, the African movies of different countries in Africa, yeah. and you'll mm-hmm. see them trying to dress like like African Americans. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I mean, they still have their, they still have some of their African, you know, fashions and stuff going on. 
But uh-huh. they have a lot of African-American fashion. So I still believe that African-Americans have influenced more than African culture okay. in general. But, but it's basically, like I said, setting a trend is another way of looking at it. It's a trend. You know, my, my daughter used to get on me because I wear, I got clothes that people do it by season. Certain colors you're supposed to wear during a certain season, whether it's spring, winter, fall. It seems like I wear the same clothes all the time. I got shirts and dresses I've been wearing for the past 10 years. So I can't say that I gained a lot of weight, lost a lot of weight. It's just, it's still in my closet. And when I want to dress or put something on, sometimes I try to put things on that I feel that's comfortable for me to put on. But yet some individuals go into certain fashions, certain styles. I remember when we had the French French style and the way, you know, when he was dancing, uh, which was Will Smith, and we were wearing a lot of bright colors, you know. We had some, when we had the hat season, I remember the member-only member jackets. I remember all of that and clothing. But we also have with hairstyles, which is similar, is not similar in regards to what the Crown Act is about, but by that same token, we had, when Holly Berry had her cut her hair short, people started wearing her hair like Holly Berry. I used to tell people I ain't got Holly Berry's face, so I can't, I mean short hair don't go well. I cut my hair short one time, no, maybe more than once. I said, I'll never do it again. My hair was too big. So, but we had individuals doing that, you know, when the cherry curls was in. You know, people had juice all over people's couches. The afros, some people had the big afros, the medium afros, the shag in the back. You know, and then we started doing the weaves, the braids. All of that became our hair. But... One of the things that started happening was people being discriminated against because of their hairstyle. Now, what brings me to this topic, and I'm going to look it up, is I was watching the news the other day, and I saw where an African-American student in the state of Texas was actually suspended from school because of his hair. He was wearing dreads. They say they have a hair policy. Now, if you are working in a restaurant and you're working around food, no, don't nobody want your hair in their food. We get that. But when you're going to school, should a student be denied an education because of their hair or their hairstyle or their hair preferences? I remember when my nephew <clears throat> had hair, long hair. Now, he had to be maybe five, six, boys and girls club. And the Boys and Girls Club had a certain image, and but he got to the point to where, I don't know if he was getting teased or if he got people tired of people asking him, was he a little girl? I don't know, because sometimes that becomes a problem with little boys with long hair. Ryder had long, curly hair, and I gave him his first haircut. But what if you had a child, Mr. Ed, and your child was told, they can't go to school unless they cut their hair. Have you ever experienced that, first of all? And if so, what can a parent do? Well, no, I never experienced that, but I have um, heard some stories. Um, yeah, I mean, but normally, I mean, you know, normally when it's, as far as me, you know, once my, uh-huh. my kids uh, got to a certain age, I had one of my oldest son. He um he had like 
you know, he was kind of like like your like your nephew. He was was that your nephew or your grandson? My nephew. My nephew didn't. My um, grandson didn't have a problem with the hairstyles at school. His was when we start talking about colorism, which is tomorrow's topic. But um, he didn't have the hair thing. But it was my nephew, and he was going to the boys and girls club in L.A. Okay. Well, my son, he had he had the real long hair, and and I had an issue with his hair getting long. Was well, see, he he was spoiled rotten by his by his grandma's mm-hmm. aunties and all that. You know, everybody always wanted to braid his hair and all that little kind of stuff. You know, it's so long and pretty and all that stuff. And I just get I just get tired. So one day I I think I think for his, like for, for his third birthday, uh-huh. I cut his hair. Oh, did, did you do it out of spite <laughs> or did you just do it because? No, I did it. Well, I did it wrong, kind of half and half. <laughs> I mean, I kind of reconsidered. I kind of wish me... I hadn't did it. And no, he was—he was no. I took that back. I took that back. He was five. He was—he was five. Okay. Because right before he, did, he, was, he, was, he was like four and a half. He was right before he turned five because he was getting ready to start um, um, kindergarten. And I wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, trim his hair up before he went to school. That's what it was. But I did kind of, you know, I kind of regretted it at first, you know, because I didn't. I mean, he—he he looked okay, but. You know, but the point was, okay, uh, I, didn't really I don't have know if you issue. can hear me. You gotta, but say it. I don't know if you can hear me, but you gotta bear with me, because as I'm reading things, I'm not trying to cut you off, but people are posting things, and I kind of missed it on Facebook. I was about to restate what she posted, and it said something. She was talking about the dreads, but the dress, you know. Um, oh, okay. Shirley was posting something. I got to go back to Facebook to read what she said. But it was talking about that she never had that issue, but she was talking about something with the locks. Now, I know I have a cousin, and my auntie, when she was posting, she was at work, her son wears dreads. you got people wearing twists. And I, I, I'm going to be honest. When I used to see men, black men with dreads, I thought it was more of the Jamaican style. I didn't know how that happened in regards to how long it would take to grow your locks. I didn't understand it. I didn't know if they washed their hair. I didn't know. I had my own beliefs and perceptions as it related to dreads. And I've never dated a guy while we were dating that had dreads, so I don't know. Now, same is true as with women with weeds. You know, African-Americans, we don't wash our hair every day. We can't. We'll dry it out where some cultures will wash their hair every day because that's just what they do. And they have to because they get sticky, stinky, and everything else. When individuals are wearing braids, they don't wash their hair every week. Sometimes it may be once a month. So people have this perception. And my daughter brought something to my attention. And, oops, wait a minute. She brought something to my attention where she told me that she don't – um. Oh, God, I'm trying to read something or show something. I'm going to do something. Oh, God, I'm trying to read something or show something. Let me go to what Shirley wrote before I say that because i got to go off of Facebook because I do want everybody that's saying something to be acknowledged. I do. Shirley Mosey said that the length of his hair was their issue. Even though he had pinned it and tucked, I've never had this issue with my boys. And then she said, but I think the court failed with their decision. And you know what, Shirley? And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about that, because this 
issue went to court. And it went to court to be addressed, and it had something to say in regards to Texas um, school policy did not basically violate the law. Now, I'm going to read this, and this is coming from AP News, and it says, Texas high school student suspended over here likely won't return to his class anytime soon. It's indicated, and it's happened in Houston. So there's a lot of African Americans living in Houston. A Texas high school black been disciplined, stepped away from his classroom for months for refusing to change his hairstyle, is not likely to be back with his regular classmate anytime soon. Efforts by Drew George's attorney asked the judge to pause his punishment by his Houston area school district over his lot as well as a civil rights lawsuit. He and his family filed in September remain on hold in federal court. Now, George is 18, returned to school, in school suspension at his campus and Barbara Hills High School, which I put it out there, in Texas last week, and now will remain there. But that had spent a month at an off-site disciplinary program. Do you discipline a kid for any – they said that it's something about, you know, you have to at least be able to see your face. He tucked it. He locked it. He did all of that. But was it really that serious to deny him an education or – give him in-school suspension or suspend him. And I know you said you well, never yeah. that, but we're looking at the law. Are we looking at kit, style, fashion? Okay. Uh, well, can I um, respond um, to that, uh, Jeanette? Yes, you may. Um, <clears throat> as I was saying, I never experienced that personally, but I have heard stories. And as far as um, that, particular case, I'm, I'm very aware of it. Actually, I was going to, uh, I was actually thinking about doing a, um, a thing on it myself um, in the future, in the near future. Um, you got to realize uh, the, what's going on. That's in Texas, and Texas is, you know, is one of them states, you know. And so things are different there than would go on in, you know, like, like California or New York or other places like that. You know, that's, you know, Texas is a whole other world <laughs> when it comes to laws. Okay, yeah. okay, we got we to, gotta, because remember, we, we, we got to keep it moving, but I get that part. But by that same token, there have been issues in the state of California also where individuals may have felt that they were discriminated against or treated differently based on their hairstyle. Like I was saying, my daughter said to me that if she is going to an interview, she don't wear braids. She will wear braids after uh, she gets the job because they will I'll, judge you based on your hairstyle. I've known people, yeah. I live in a military town, that if a guy have a certain haircut, people automatically think they're in the military and they're not, they may not be. So we have our own perception and our own biases about things. So this is something that not only happens in certain states, it happens in a lot of places. Like I said, I had my own biases about dreads when I first used to see dreads, and I didn't know the difference between a dread and a lock and a twist. And I was like, you got to cut it out. But there are some individuals that will go to a hairstylist to get that style. Because that's, but then if they showing up for your job or interview, 
the person may look at them differently and don't even hear what come out of their mouth because you're so busy looking at their hair. That's the problem. I understand what you're saying on that, Jeanette, but what I was about to say, I know I know we got to move on and all that, but my point was I was about to get into was, you know, like if that area has laws, okay, that's a particular area. Yes, California has its issues too, but you also have to look at the other aspect. Is it about law or about opinion, see? So, yeah, some people have opinions, okay? You have certain teachers that have certain opinions that might influence, you know, issues, Okay, including laws. So that's something you have to look at. Um, so, like, in situation in California, I've heard of some cases in California, too, where, you know, based on what you just said. So I'm not saying it's exclusively just Texas, but the thing different with Texas and other southern states is they actually have laws reflecting those opinions, while California don't have those kind of laws. But they can be influenced by opinions if that makes any sense. Okay, it does. So, Let me read what it says. It says, why does, George, why does Gerald George continue to be disciplined and unable to return to class? George was first pulled from his classroom in August after school officials said his locks fell below his eyebrows and the earlobes and violated the district's dress code. His family argues his hairstyle does not break any rules. Now, with that just being said in regards to that, like I said, we've seen a lot of that. Now, when we start talking about that, yeah, a certain half, you can't be in the military with a certain hairstyle, but in the Marines. But in the Navy, I noticed that Navy men's hair was longer or the way the women's hair is pulled back in ponytails. What if I don't want to put my hair in a ponytail? What if I don't have no hair to put in a ponytail? You know, so these are just some of the things. So, I want to give the listeners not only that, like I said, this this was an actual case that has been brought on the news to our attention, and that's why that's how I learned of it because I wouldn't have known anything about this business. But I know, like I said, that sometimes people feel certain ways about certain things. As an African American female, even with my hair, I have to let people know. And when I tell the individual, my natural hair is about as long as my weave. It is. I look at some of my Facebook posting where I don't have weaves or wigs on or whatever the case may be. Then I think about Wendy Williams. I think about these actresses and actors. They said Steve Harvey was wearing a toupee at one time. You know, so people would put on these things in order to make themselves or enhance they look. Mine is more for convenience because I don't like combing my hair because I'm looking at the back of my hair pooping out. But uh, and my hairstylist tell me, Jeanette, you can't wear your hair because they know I ain't going to do it right. I don't even do a weave right, but I don't do my hair right. So I already know that. So, but, Mr. Ed, what about your take, even as far as women? Some people like women with long hair. Some people like women with short hair. You know, so we have our own opinion, but when it becomes a law and you being suspended, can't go to school, can't get an education, that's something that needs to be brought to somebody's attention. Now, what's your take? Well, um, as far as my take, uh, you uh, had mentioned earlier about the military. Um, I myself, of course, I was in the military, and I do agree some services have more slack than others, but they all have some kind of a conservative view on hair and stuff like that, grooming, and um, even for women, you know. But women are 
their hair is more, you know, is more. They're more lenient on women's hair than they are with, with men. So women are allowed to have long hair, you know, but it's just a certain way that they gotta they gotta fix it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. As far as schools, though, you know, their their um, rules are different than the military. The military is a whole other world, so you know, I wouldn't even compare that. Well, um, I say that because we also have a dress code and a standard. And even when you say that women can wear their hair as long as they want, yeah, but a woman can come. What if a woman came into a job or went to a job interview and was bald-headed? Some women. No, I didn't. Some, I, I no, didn't see a woman can wear as long as she wants, but, <laughs> you know, it's, you it's more lenient. You know. Yeah, it's more lenient, but, but, but it's still not accepted, acceptable in some places because a woman can go to a, apply for a position and have a, a short fade with parts in her hair, and she may get accused based on her sexual orientation, and they could be wrong. She may just like wearing her hair like that. Now, with the Crown Act, the Crown Act stands for create a respectful and open world for natural hair, meaning natural hair. Now, what state passed the Crown Act? The Crown Act is a law in the following states, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. So the state of Texas do acknowledge it. Now, when we start talking about, and I can't go back and say which of the states were not on this list because I didn't do a process of elimination, but these are the following states that basically are, are enacting it. Now, who benefits from the Crown Act? The Crown Act helps to promote school belonging and engagement for all students, reduces disparities in school discipline, increases education, engagement, and academic success, and protects students regardless of their gender or gender identity. Now, the hairstyles that are protected, the laws specifically prohibit the enforcement of any grooming or dress code policies that will disproportionately affect people of color and add natural hair as protected characteristics associated with race as a protected class. This includes bans on certain styles, Afro, braids, twists, and cornrows. When you see a guy with French braids in his head, that doesn't mean he's a gangbanger. When you see a, a person walking around with an afro, don't say that their hair is nappy because they got an afro. Twist. These are some of the things that people are experiencing because some individuals have been denied mm-hmm. access to certain things based on their appearance and their hairstyle. That's basically what this is about. And what can we do? In regards to that, should I have to, you know, I went to go visit a friend in prison recently, and on the paperwork it said no weave and no wig. So what is the person supposed to do? Get there and take their hair down? I was like, really? 
But I understand why, because they want to make sure you're not bringing that in, in your hair. I get that. But what if they were to say, I can't go to school because I got a long wig or because my hair has grown to a certain length? That's what becomes the problem. And I'm going to say this too, Mr. Ed. I've seen Caucasian wear dreads and locks and twists, not just African-Americans. What's your take on that? Well, um, honestly, like, well, I might sound a little crass, but uh, when it comes to white folks and black folks, white folks get, tend to get away with more than black folks. That's kind of, you might not have heard, got the memo, but I'm just letting you know. Okay. All right. Now, when we talk about, even with the Crown Act, under the Federal Crown Act, hair discrimination is prohibited form of racial or national origin discrimination. Is hair discrimination race discrimination? Maybe. As of February 2020, it is in three states, California, New York, and New Jersey. There's a lot of styles in New York, a lot of new styles in New Jersey as well as California. But when we talk about uh, hair discrimination, People can't be discriminated based on their hair. It could be considered uh, ethnic um, discrimination. Okay. Now, ethnic, you know, non-white. When we talk about this discrimination, I'm going to go with the hair color. Now, not only, and see, the Crown Act protects all of that. Now, I mean, and I don't know why tattoos keep popping up in my head because you got people with tattoos and all this other stuff, and some people think they bikers. Donald John, I see you watching. You can call in, too, as we talk about this. And I know your take on that about men and clean cut, and I get all that, too. But hair color. I've seen people with red hair, blue hair, purple hair. i never seen orange. But people are coloring their hair. I think people with multiple color hair looking like like a clown head in regards to the different colors that was in the hair. But should they be denied? If I if I had a child come to my classroom, should I tell them you gotta go to the office because of your hair? Am I gonna be that distracted by looking at their hair that I feel I can't teach them? Or what do we do? You know, do you tell your your kid, you know what, you can't express yourself like that or you know what, I don't want you dyeing your hair purple today, or that's not a good look. Or do you, Because part of it is we have to prepare our children for real-life issues, but hair, really? And it doesn't just say that the Crown Act is something just for African Americans. Because, like I said, being a therapist, I've seen some teenage kids walk in my room looking all kind of ways. With hair, with jewelry, with ear piercing, with body piercing, I've seen a lot of different things. But I can't just say as a therapist, I can't do therapy with you because you got big old holes in your ear, or I can't do therapy with you because your hair is so short. I don't know if you're a male or a female. I can't do that. Okay? Now, here's something, Mr. Ed, that's real interesting, too even though we're talking about the Crown's Act, 
does the Crown Act apply to beards? I'm seeing now men with beards that are so long, they're braiding them. I got a friend, I noticed it with his. I was like, when he started doing that? But a long freaking beard. We will look at men with their certain mustaches, where their mustaches will curl up or curl down. Now, it says here, California Crown Act has the potential to impact industry where race-linked characteristics like beards for African-American men are prohibited for safety reasons. That makes sense. We don't want your hair getting caught all up in a machine and you but would you, and most high school students don't have beards that long. Some may, but beards, how that also applies to beards. Yeah, I was about to say, that's not really a big issue in public schools at this point. <laughs> yeah, because, but you got some, you got some students walking around here, Mr. Ed, looking like the janitor, but you know what, here it is. The Crown Act is not only for students, it's for not only education, college falls under education too, as well as, I mean, I never heard of a person getting suspended from college because of their hair, but I guess it depends on the school that you go to. If you're going to an upscale school where they implement dress code, you know, but I've seen it with employment. The Crown Act is supposed to protect you from, from that. I've known lawyers that have walked in the courtroom with afros and people look at them differently or treat them differently because you decide to wear an afro. Some family members look at you differently based on your hairstyle and things of that nature. Now, when we start talking about in regards to, um, you know, can my employer tell me not to dye my hair? Can they? If an employer has a dress code or grooming policy that prohibits certain hair colors for all employees, regardless of race, then it may be permissible to enforce such policy. It is important to note that any dress code grooming policy must be enforced consistently without discrimination. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, if, I do. Uh, I, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm about to say, what do, you, what do you have to say in regard to that? Well, I was going to say, yeah, uh, as far as that goes, because, you know, being somebody who was part of the corporate world for a minute, I mean, you know, before I, you know, did my own contracting, I um, was, um, you know, employed at a company that had certain, you know, guidelines and rules on hair and, you know, stuff like that. And, um, you know, you had to wear a certain certain, you know, women had to do this, men had to do this, and it was just structural, and it had nothing to do with ethnicity. I mean, you know, as far as breeds and things of that nature, they didn't trip on that, but they did they, they did have a thing about colors and all that. So you couldn't come in with no different color hair. They wouldn't have in that. You know, you couldn't do that, literally. Um, as far as beards, they had to be trimmed well. They couldn't be just all long and bushy and, you know, crazy and stuff. They had to be, you know, like neat and trim. They had to be, you know, almost like military. Some, you know, because that's that's the kind of that's the kind of an image that this office, you know, projected, right. you know. But 
was you know, an image. So you couldn't come in there with those big old, big old bushy beards and you know rainbow hair. That wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. I'm busy right now. Okay, I get that. But when we start talking about the image and we start talking about the dress code and we start talking about these different things, when but, does but, but, but one more one more thing let me add real quick then I'm gonna let you go ahead. Uh, you also have to remember these are private. Uh, situation. This is a private company. You know, you, you normally sign a contract with them based on these rules. So you, so if you uh-huh. have a different uh, issue, with, then you know, then you know. So that's a uh-huh. private thing. It's different than a public. See, a public school is different than a private company. See? Mm, I get that. So I get that. But yeah. part of it is when it becomes discriminatory. Meaning, well, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. This, 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 this wasn't ethnic, though. I'm talking about, you know, colors. You know, rainbow colors is not ethnic. You know, that's just something that you that's a fashion thing. See? I understand. So that's not what but we, I decide that I want to dye my hair purple or red, and I'm the principal of a school. Should I lose my job or be disciplined based on my employer because I want to dye my hair purple? It would be up See? to the uh, school board. You know, because and, we have a policy against it, then yeah, hey. And, because you can't say, well, this is my this is my cultural right to dye my hair purple. I mean, wait, wait, you know, how, how can you justify that? Okay, so uh, we couldn't say it's my cultural right, but if I got suspended from work with pay because I came in with red or purple hair, but then yet here come Mexican Susie, and she got her hair purple, but nothing happened. Why did she get to wear her hair purple than I came? Well, that's they now you're talking about a different thing altogether. <laughs> so no, you're that, talking about straight up that, you're talking about straight up discrimination there. That's not discrimination. discrimination. It's to prevent okay, discrimination from your hair. I mean of course if, I mean let me let me just clear this up. Like if they tell you that you can't dye your hair whatever color you want to dye it, but then let somebody else do it, then that's 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 you know that's discrimination, period. You know, okay, and it's, it's, you know, and it's obvious, it's blatant. Okay, then you got a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's and, and some of the things that are happening, like I said, not only African American wear dreads, I've seen Caucasian kids wear dreads too. So yes. are they being but, suspended but, from school, or are you just suspending African American kids? Now, when we talk well, about like what, said, it, like, like, like I said, if, if it's just African Americans that's being suspended for this, then that's a that's a that's an issue. But it, it, you can't prove, you got to remember racism and and stuff like that has to be proven. And if you don't have no, if you don't, you can't just you know you got to prove it. It's got to be proven. It's got to be something obvious that is discrimination. You can't just say because you feel. You got to actually have something that can be looked at. That makes sense. I, Ed, you preach kind the choir. <laughs> you know you're talking to somebody who has had multiple lawsuits for discrimination about different things because people will discriminate you based on your intellect. People will deny you a job, and this is more of a, a judgment call that a person will say, I don't want you around because of your hair or because of based on the way they may view or see a person, but that doesn't make it right. So when we start talking about these dress codes, and yes, Private schools have certain things. Public schools have certain things. Colleges, we, you know, so they didn't create the Crown app for no reason, but that was to, you know, to, but there are exceptions. Now, 
It says, what is the dress code for the Crown Act? With certain exceptions, like I said, the law prohibits workplace dress code and hygiene policies that may show racial bias. In requiring employees to appear professional by prohibiting, meaning don't come in here with no afros, don't come in here with no braids, twists, cornrows, or locks, and other natural hairstyles types historically associated with race. So a lot of these hairstyles, it may have started off that they think that a certain race wear their hair that way, but that's not true. A lot of people are doing that. Like I said, you've got kids that are Caucasian with French braids and dreads. And, uh, I, I understand. Like I said earlier, if they, if they tell an African-American that you can't wear an Afro, but then here comes the, you know, here comes the, you know, Poncho or, 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 you know, or Billy, who are not an African American, and they have on, and they're wearing afros, and nobody says anything, then that's obviously a discriminatory situation. Okay, mm-hmm. so I understand what you're saying on that. It was, that's what you call obvious discrimination. It's like in your mm-hmm. face. Okay, mm-hmm. but if they're just well, telling you, oh, you can't wear that in this office, then that's 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 the rule. You know, Correct. or you can't wear that on wear wear your hair like that on campus, what? and that's the rule. Huh? I'm busy right now. Ooh, you're getting on my nerves. I'm <laughs> on the radio. Another thing is when we talk about in regards to the Crown Act, and things have changed. Like I said, some individuals have went back to the old style. Back in the day, yeah, African. I mean, Afros were popular. Afros have kind of lost this in some places, but you still may see some people that still wear afros, some people hair thin and fell out. You know, things change. Now, about the Crown Act in California law, like I said, which prohibits, meaning we're not supposed to discriminate based on that, based on hairstyle, hair texture, because that becomes an issue. I remember one time I wanted my hair a certain way. I wanted a wet wave. And the woman told me, you can't get your hair like that. Your hair is nappy. I said, my hair ain't nappy. I have a soft grade of hair. And then when she touched my hair, she said, oh, I apologize. Your hair isn't nappy. But what if it was? What if I had self-esteem issues or whatever the case may be, and you go sit here and talk about my hair being nappy based on the texture? By extending protection under the FEHA, the California Education Code, it is the first legislation passed at the state level in the United States that prohibits such discrimination. And racism and all this stuff, we know people's biases. And Like I said, I used to think that with, with dread that they weren't washing them, but they do. I didn't know that. They got stuff that you can put in your braids that is like a dryless um, shampoo. It's a lot of different things. Sometimes we discriminate yeah. or we, but we don't know. We don't yeah, I know people that I know people that do the dreads, and I've I've heard about different ways that they you know clean it and, and take care of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but this show is about educating, providing information, because some people don't even know what the Crown Act even is. They really don't. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'm well, looking I, at another part. Well, the thing is about the, about the Crown Act, you know, it's only it's only enacted in so many states, even though 
you know, like say for instance, like you like in Texas or some some of the southern states, they won't even recognize uh, that that act. You know, they still have their own laws that they have that would counter that. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you're in those particular states, like I said, but that case you you, you first talked about, I'm very mm-hmm. familiar with that case. And um, I told you I have a son that, that teaches in in Houston, and mm-hmm. um, so I'm familiar with that from the inside. I've heard people at schools that talk about that very thing. And um, so, you know, Texas is unique when it comes to stuff like that. I get um, that. And but, I think um, this is new. This is new information that a lot of people don't know anything about. And like I said, we, yeah, we get yeah. stuck up in certain things to where some people don't believe in having their son or why you got this little boy walking around here with all this, with this long hair. You know, he and a little girl. Or why you cut all that little girl's hair off. Or why you, you know, people's own personal biases. Now, I'm not saying that we should just be walking around doing things and, and we have certain images and styles that we want to uphold and all that. I get all of that. But it doesn't give us the right to just blatantly discriminate against people. And I thought about something when it comes to clothing. I remember um, somebody had mentioned to me about my, they used to call them booty shorts back in the day, where... Because of the way I'm built, I used to walk around with these, like the coach, and I would walk around with, like, um, hi, Joanne. I would walk around, I can't even think what they called it. not spandex or anything like that, but it was a pair of pants. Hey, biker shorts? Biker shorts. I used to walk around, like, with biker shorts and a T-shirt on. Oh, somebody called them booty shorts. Okay, booty shorts. Okay, I would walk around with those shorts on and with a T-shirt. And even though I drove a school bus, I could get away with it. But if a lady came, another lady, I remember, she got sent home as a bus driver from wearing booty shorts and a T-shirt because she was considered obese. And when the man looked at her, he said, uh-uh, you got to go home. But he wasn't sending other people home that had on the same attire. That's not cool. That's not yeah, cool. That's discrimination. Correct. Now, I don't know if she ever followed up or whatever the case may be. And they, like I said, they never said anything to me nor other people, but they said something to her because it didn't look as appealing and attractive on her as it would on somebody else. Same is true with hairstyles. We'll see a person who's we'll like, ooh, that's cute. Ooh, girl, I love your hair. Okay. But then if we see somebody else coming in, we go, ooh, wait a minute, something wrong with that. We don't want that here. We don't want our customers or clients to think that that's a problem. Or we're going to send you home from school today because, you know, now if you've got lice in your hair or stuff like that, yeah, that's a problem. So that stuff is contagious and can spread. But just because you just dyed your hair orange, am I supposed to say, no, you can't come to school because your hair orange? Well, like I said, if it's against the policies of the premises, then, yeah, they got they can say that. But, you know, if it's not really bothering nobody or if it's not against policy, you know, a lot of times, like I said before, a lot of times that stuff is brought up because of opinion, not necessarily school rules or laws. I get and that. And, that's and, then, that's and then they'll find a way policy. to use the laws to, to back up their, their opinions. Got you. Well, here's the thing, Mr. Ed. A lot of these policies, or based on people's 
whatever policy, whatever they thought about in the beginning. So what's happening is things are changing. Things are changing. You know, if I if the policy was Jeanette, we don't want women here with long hair. You got to wear short hair. Short hair don't work for me. It, it just don't work for me. I don't look right with short hair to me. Okay. And I shouldn't be denied an opportunity because of the length of my hair versus the ability or what I'm well, that would be, be really um that would really be uh you know very un you know not, not, it wouldn't be cool for them to do that because uh, you know first of all it's not holy there's hardly any kind of a a, a a place anywhere even including the military where they tell women have to short cut their hair short I mean even in the military you didn't have to cut your hair short. You know, you got you got to trim it a certain to a certain. You know, you got to keep it to a certain. And that policy you know, was probably called um, for many, 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 many years. And I understand that because they have a reason and some things are safety issues. I get that. But when we start talking about these policies, and sometimes they don't want to change their policies. And you know, being a business owner, and I myself as a business owner, there's a certain image that we want. I mean, if you have a therapist you don't want to walk into somebody's office and they're looking like they're a hippie or they don't, da, 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 unless you're into that. Then that may be fine for you. But yeah. part of these policies, people don't are not going to want to go with the change because, like I said, I've never had none of my kids come in here with multiple colors hair. I haven't. So I can't say even as a parent, but there's some things that, you know, like I said, the tattooing, you know, different things of that nature. When we start talking about even with Black History Month and hairstyles and our black culture, is that really a black culture? Is it a style? Is it an image? Like I said, because a lot of dress code things we got from watching Soul Train and and watching television and people were mimicking and mocking these things. But some things is just not for everybody, for everybody. Now, when we start talking about that and we start even talking about the Crown's um, Act, and I'm looking at something, and it goes into an inaugural Crown Act expanded the definition of race in the Fair Employment and Housing Act and State Education Code and Housing State Education Code to ensure protection against hair discrimination in the workplace and in K-12 through public and charter schools. Now, it don't include colleges. It don't include colleges. Since then, the legislation has galvanized support from federal and state legislators, federally in the U.S. House of Representatives, passed the Crown Act in March. The bill now sits in the Senate, and President Joe Biden has indicated that he would sign the federal Crown Act into law. Now, as of June 2023, 23 states, so 23 states, have enacted the Crown Act into law, and more than half of the states have filed or fulfilled legislation for consideration. About one in ten states have yet to formally examine the Crown Act. Now, more than 40 local areas <laughs> enacted the law, including U.S., Virginia Islands, and all got other different states, but... When we start talking about that, it is important to ending hair biases or based discrimination so people can thrive and celebrate their own beauty. Now, they said, and this person indicated, that it's unfair grooming policies that have had an impact on black women and men and children 
And the Crown Act aims to end cultural and racial discrimination that is taking place within workplaces and schools. It's happening. Mm. These things are happening. When I go places, Mr. Ed, I get discriminated against based on my hair, based on this, based on... But hair? I went to the casino one day, and I always get in trouble because the back of my hair, I can't reach it because of my arthritis. And it'd be a hot mess. It'd be so natty back there. This one lady sat by me. She said, can I please fix your hair? I said, Sure. I gave it a brush and let her do it because I can't reach it. Now, what if I got offended by that? Or what if I was told, um, ma'am, you can't come into the casino because of – now, I'm not saying that the Crown Act will protect me from that, but if you tell me I can't come in because of my hair, that's a problem. But if you deny me an education or a job and your only reason for doing so is because my hair don't look the way you – that's a problem. Like I said, military got their own stuff, their own military culture. But when we start talking about schools and employment, and sometimes people do things based on their personality. But when it comes to denying a kid an education, like I said, the Boys and Girls Club, they have strict rules. If you work at a bakery or a restaurant, they got strict rules in regards to employment. you got to have your hair in the air net, you know, because of um, hygiene. But sitting in a classroom, what that got to do with any of that? Mm. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, when you look at some of the laws, that, especially, you know, like I said, certain states, uh, some of the laws are, are not very logical, you know. They make a lot of sense. And um, so, like what you were saying about the uh, about the Crown Act, you know, it's not a, a nationwide thing, uh, you know, and um, you, know, you know, the individual states have to adapt it. And most of your southern states and your, your red states have not, you know. And um, not saying not saying they won't eventually, but it, it, as the last I've heard, you know, there's a lot of them that that have not, and they probably don't have no intention of it because they have their own laws, you know regarding those things. And uh, like I said, Texas is one of those examples. And um, so, you know, so like I said, a lot of laws, when you look at some of the laws that's, that's, that's being enacted, being enforced, they really don't make a lot of sense, you know. Correct. You know, when you but think about again, it. Again, uh, we're talking about the Crown Act, and the Crown Act is to protect people from being discriminated against. Right, exactly. But like I said, they have, but they have to be adapted in the states. Okay. Right. Now I think that I think that the, that the uh, House of Representatives was um, was trying to pass a bill that would make it a nationwide thing, but I think there's a problem with that. So what they did, they they, they did a tremendous compromise as to where they left it up to the states to adapt. You know the the topic. Well, Texas adapted it. Like, like, as far as I heard, I, I don't I haven't heard that. Right, Texas adapted it. They are okay with it in the state of Texas, just like California. But even though it is in California, many people still don't even know nothing about it. They really don't. I mean, but you said you said, but you said Texas te, te, Texas adapted it. 
Yes, the crowns ask yes. That's why the family so, so, is so, so, why, so why so why are you still tripping on that boy about his hair? That's my point. Because I remember I saw I saw I saw the the the, the, the news report on it. For one thing, the, the guy was he was tired. It's not like his hair was hanging down or nothing like that, you know. How is it gonna be over his eyes? He had the stuff tied up like you know, like up on a you know, tied it up, you know. That's so my it wasn't point. Like in, in the way anything else, that was just a straight uh, discriminatory situation. Period. Okay. That's my and, and point. I see nothing he did wrong. Because I remember even Ben Trump had even talked about that case. You know, and you know Ben. That's Trump, my know. point. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, my point yeah. is, we talk about denying a kid an education based on their hairstyle. Yeah, Texas exactly. Of- I mean, you know. But the thing now, is, is that, but see, Texas, Texas is, is, is notorious for doing that kind of stuff. That's that. This ain't the only case I've heard like this. They, 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 kids have been, kids have been, have been, you know, deprived of education because of weird laws like this in states like Texas. Okay, and they don't really care about making sense. They just want, they just want their point to be met. See, and it's and about how. He don't issue. like your hair. We don't like the look. You cannot come here. We're going to separate you from the other students because we don't want mm-hmm. this style passed on to other kids. And now we got a whole bunch of kids. It kind of reminds me of when Charles Manson was sitting in the courtroom and all the women came in there with shaved heads. Do you think them people knew what to do when they saw them bald-haired women? They probably wanted <laughs> to run, okay? But that's what they did. But then, I'm not saying that that made other women want to cut their hair off, but people start doing certain things, certain images, certain, and that could be a part of it. We don't want this. We don't want all our kids walking around here looking like this. We don't want all of our kids walking around here. Look, who are you to stop them? So that well, yeah. is why I wanted to talk today. I'm not saying that the law don't exist because he is protected under the crown's However, the school, the, uh, the way the court ruled was that the school had the authority, basically, to implement their school policy and suspend him. And did not, because they looked at the school policy versus whether this kid is, was actually being well, like I said, from what I understood, based on the Texas law, it allows the schools to make those kind of decisions. You know, that's why I was trying. That's the point I was trying to make earlier. And uh, even though it's not fair, it doesn't, it doesn't make no sense. I know, but that's just what it is. You know. Correct. So, in and, other words, uh, we don't care what the law say. You ain't coming up in here looking like that. It's pretty much. Pretty much what they're saying. Family is saying, Mm-mm, you can't tell my son he got, no. And that, that covers education as well as employment. And that's where we have to, it's now, if that's your policy, that's your policy. We all should have a dress code. But by that same token, we shouldn't be treating people differently. Now, I indicated even me as a therapist and me as a business owner, I can't just go and if I see uh, an employee come in and she got an afro and not even look at whether or not she's a good therapist or not. And I'm so busy looking at her hair. No. 
can be based I think on what that. It is, and you know, and he also had that that gender thing going on down there too. You know, I believe if if, if he now, if this was a girl, it probably wouldn't even be a case. Okay, but since it's a boy, they feel it boys ain't supposed to have their hair like that. Well, and then again, so, people don't like females yeah. wearing pants either. Some people yeah, don't like but females. They can't, tell, they, can't, they can't tell. They're not going to tell a female to cut her hair. Mm. I mean, well, I, show me a case yeah, where it's so bad. I have never been seen like that. Not a matter of cutting her hair, Mr. Ed, but if a female walks in there with dreads, they may still look at her differently. Then if she walked in there with straight hair. Why do you think back in the day? But the thing with it, like I was saying with the kid, if you notice, yeah. his hair wasn't hanging down. He had his hair, you know, up I to where that. it wasn't in his it wasn't in his face or nothing. You know? I saw that. He was just I, up. Saw, yeah. I saw that. So, you know, but like I said, if that was a girl, they probably wouldn't have said nothing. But since it was a boy, they feel the boys would look a certain way and so therefore, you know, that kind of thing. You know. Well, you know what? That's going to make me do my research and look into um, dreads for females. Have a female ever been? To, because if I walked around with dreads and twists, I've walked around with, even like I said, it's not just dreads, French braids. People have judged me I, just by wearing French braids. Same thing. I have heard, I have heard of uh, some discrimination in jobs with women, you know, being discriminated because of their hair. You know, yeah. so that's like on the job. But I haven't that's, heard of any in school. Okay, but I'm not now that that, that 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 I don't know. And work. Well, you know what, Mr. Ed? We have ran out of time, and it's 3 o'clock, and i got so much going on in my home that got to see these clients. But I want to thank you for joining in on this topic in this conversation. So if you never please look it up. We have to Stop our biases as it relates to certain things and styles. Now, if it's your work policy, if it's a reason why, let that be the reason why, but just don't blatantly discriminate against an individual based on their hairstyle or hair color or hair texture. Amen. That is the legal People can't get sued for that. Now, when you say I'm a teacher, I don't want to teach you, or you're not going to get on my bus looking this way, can't do that, cannot do that. But we got to educate ourselves, and we have to learn how to fight differently. But these parents in Houston, they seem like they're not giving up because of what they felt that happened to their son. I don't know, and I didn't go in depth in looking at females and dreads and stuff like that, but I know that some females have had ran into some situations. And even when I was speaking with my daughter, she said the same thing. I don't put braids in my hair until after I get the job. You know, I don't wear braids often, but I'm putting some more braids back in my head because it's comfortable, it's convenient. But I know that even as a therapist, people look at me differently if I came into a room with braids in my hair versus if I came into my hair in the room with straight hair, curly hair, all of that. That's just what it is. Even if I was to go into a courtroom, if I walked in with an afro, it is going to be what it is. But we have to educate individuals, provide them with information and resources. Okay? Anything you want the listeners mm-hmm. to know, Ed, before we end the show today? Um, you covered mostly everything I was almost thinking about. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, again, thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Tomorrow I will be on at 6 p.m., and we're going to bring up the topic of colorism. Now, when we talk about colorism, colorism comes in different shades, different textures, different all of this of individuals. 
And individuals, we talk about colorism. I didn't even know colorism existed in my family until I learned about what colorism was. We had the light skin, we had dark skin, we had the biracial, we had the... But that is still being an issue. You know, we talking about the crowns at with hair, there are some individuals that get treated differently based on colorism too, in education as well as employment. So that's going to be a very interesting topic as we are talking about Black History Month and some of the things that... African-Americans go through experience. So, again, thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And until tomorrow, bye-bye. you got this. If you have any topics or anything you want me to discuss, you can, there are several different ways you can reach me. I know my client is calling me right now. I look forward to the information that you have. Thank you. Bye-bye. Jeanette speaking. May I help you? We are. We are. Give me one second. I just got finished with the show because I do a podcast from 2 to from two to 3. I'm logging on right now. I'm just ending okay. my show. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.